Hello, I'm Amanda Taylor, and this is My First Name is Agent, a regular report of my journey to watch all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe chronologically in-world before Avengers Infinity War hits theaters April 27th, 2018. Today's topic, Guardians of the Galaxy and Volume 2. Of course, I have seen both of these movies before. I saw them both in theaters, actually. I absolutely loved Guardians of the Galaxy so much. I bought it when it became available to own. But I remembered being pretty disappointed and underwhelmed by Volume 2. I had the exact same feelings when I rewatched them this time. My favorite thing about these movies is, of course, the humor. They're so funny. The second thing was having the soundtrack on repeat, like I think everyone in America did after the first one came out. As far as Disney bounding or merch or cosplay, I definitely bought green nail polish after I saw this. I've worn silver beads and a small braid in my hair and been inspired to go to the gym because Gamora is kind of an icon. I like her. She is great. But we need to talk about the feminism in Guardians of the Galaxy. There are a lot of tough female characters in this story. And please, please, oh my gosh, no more of this type of character, I beg of you. Look at the range of men that we have. And then look at how each movie features about 1.5 women. And the main woman is always a single-minded, no-nonsense type. It's just getting really old. The strength of all these characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that they care about humanity, about each other, etc. But Marvel writers apparently don't want to write a woman who cares because that's a female weakness. In the second movie, there's some Gamora and Nebula stuff that's interesting. It's emotional, and I like the sister element, obviously. But they're both super-powered, trained warriors who can't seem to get it together. It's kind of an eye roll and a bit of a snore. I want a Peter Quill character who is a woman, or a Tony Stark, or even a Steve Rogers, or a freaking Rocket the Raccoon. The sequel gives more screen time to a couple female characters, Nebula and Mantis, but still doesn't develop them much. Mantis especially is obnoxious because she's basically an overgrown baby. And then Nebula has this whole vendetta, and it's just not really a character, unfortunately. More women, but less depth. Other thoughts about Guardians of the Galaxy? I know that Peter's 1980s pop culture references are just par for the course these days, but they felt so fresh when the movie came out. I remember being blown away by how different and how fun the movie was with the soundtrack and the edgier jokes. It was just a very new and improved Marvel. Bradley Cooper, as a talking raccoon, is easily his best role to date. He brings so much joy and depth and feeling to his voice work as Rocket, and I just absolutely love it. The character is very well written. He has some of my favorite one-liners and recurring jokes of the movie, but he's totally brought to life by Cooper. Also, how did they make Groot so great? The moment where he nails like 20 guys at once and then looks back for approval is still one of my favorite Marvel moments. And he's a CGI tree. I sometimes forget that. I mean, I easily forget that because he's such a good character. I loved how they managed to make it about an infinity stone, and for once, not make that feel shoehorned in and ridiculous. I loved being in space, suspending absolutely anything I knew about the universe, excuse me, the galaxy. It was just so much fun. And these movies, at their core, should be fun. I had no idea who James Gunn was when I found out he was writing and directing the movie, and then, after that, I kind of loved the guy. I've actually read some of the Guardians comics that are written by Brian Michael Bendis. That's how into this I got. And I really liked that they held the mystery of Peter's dad out for a long time. It was not revealed 
that I can remember in the entire run that I read because it wasn't that important. But the movies decided to turn it into a whole thing and in general just made a lot of mistakes with the second film. They took what was fun and underused and had sold them toys in the first one, like Baby Groot and the music and Yondu, and they completely overdid it. Several of the fight sequences, if not all of them, were in slow motion and set to like less good music than what was featured on the Volume 1 soundtrack. The movie is barely entertaining. There's so much pirate stuff and it gets really caught up in itself. All of the main people are separated, having completely unrelated storylines that really never come together. A lot of it is told through CG creepy egg thingies. And once again, there's the threat on Earth of kind of an amorphous blob. Not scary. The story just doesn't move along. It spends an insane amount of time doing the wrong things with the wrong characters. I also forgot that Sylvester Stallone is in the second one, but I like when I don't remember the crappy parts or the weird parts or the dumb parts. It just means that I have the best memories of the MCU and can remain a fond fan, but I'm not going to be an apologist for the truly terrible, and volume two is not good. So I will remain forever loyal to the original and quote it pretty much nonstop, especially they crumpled my pants up into a ball. That's rude. They folded yours. Till next time on My First Name is Agent.